Last week, I had two clients mention to me that they've lost interest in YouTube and Netflix. Today, I want to share the stories and my theory on why it's happening. Hopefully, this real-life examples will inspire you to embrace a different approach to fixing your social media or digital entertainment consumption. And don't worry, it's not about imposing strict screen time limit or heavily relying on self-discipline. It's better than that. Let's go. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B, is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. Let's look at the first client. Unfortunately, I didn't have time to get the permission to use his real name, so let's call him Mike. Mike is a medical practitioner based in the UK. When we started working together, the biggest concern he had is the sheer amount of time he spent watching Netflix. He spent so much time doing it, he didn't have time to properly maintain his patient notes, do follow-ups, go to the gym, or even have a proper sleep schedule. We spent few sprints building new habits, improving the sleep schedule, building a habit of daily patient notes management, etc. After that, Mike focused on consistently publishing YouTube videos on his channel. And last week, during our final sprint, he shared something with me. He said he wanted to watch a Netflix show another day, and he turned it off after a few minutes. It just wasn't as exciting anymore. So here we have an example of a person who came to me a few months ago saying that Netflix consumption was basically ruining his life. And here he is few months later saying that he tried to watch Netflix, but it just wasn't interesting anymore. He wasn't limiting the amount of time he wanted to spend on Netflix. It's just that he didn't like it anymore. He didn't find it interesting or relaxing or engaging. And this drastic change happened in just few sprints. Isn't it amazing? Let's look at my other client before I jump into some of the ideas I have about the why behind this trend. So meet Lucy. Lucy is a student from Korea. She came to me because she had to do a lot of school projects and essays during the summer break, but she didn't feel productive. And most importantly, she found herself constantly distracted by YouTube videos and other digital entertainment. Instead of studying, she would spend hours watching YouTube videos. We spent the first week or two building the foundational habits of productivity. If you're enrolled in the monthly method, you know what they are and the process I follow for building them. We also focused on acting in order of priority on a daily basis and getting her schoolwork completed. Last week was her last week of the first sprint, and she shared something with me. She said that somehow watching YouTube was not as fun anymore. She sat down to watch some of her favorite YouTube channels, 
and the thrill just wasn't there. It was a bit blah, you know, kind of plain, a bit boring, basically not the same as it used to be. So she watched a video or two and then just stopped. It's like when you go to a restaurant, order something that you think would be so delicious, then the food comes, you try it, and it's just not as good as you expected. You don't like it. So you might eat half a portion or a third of the portion, but then you just stop because the satisfaction is not there. Your expectations were a lot higher than the reality. And so the same thing is happening to Mike and to Lucy. And now let's unpack what's going on here. If you've listened to podcast episode number 24, Consuming versus Producing, you might remember that I went through a very similar experience myself. Before I started my own podcast, my own blog, I was addicted to digital consumption. I would spend hours on YouTube weekly. I watched so many Netflix. I would listen to so many podcasts, audiobooks, etc. But the moment I started creating digital content in the form of this podcast and my blog, everything changed and it changed very quickly. And I talked about it in episode number 24. And now I can see the same thing happening to my clients. It's not just my story anymore. I can observe the same trend in my clients' lives. The moment they start producing something from their head, putting their ideas into a finite piece of work, the moment they start producing something from their head into the real life, something changes. Putting their ideas into a finite piece of work makes consuming other people's ideas less interesting. And what I mean by a finite piece of work is a blog post, a Reddit post, a podcast episode, a YouTube video, an essay, an article, a painting, a song, something that has the beginning and the end, something that is complete, something that you can ship into the world as a finished intellectual product, something that started in your head as an idea And now it is manifested into something real, something you can share with other people, but not that you have to. Again, a finite piece of work. So it has to be finished. And again, it's not that you have to become a YouTuber or a blogger or anything, and you don't even have to share it with the world. It's just like you need to produce it. And then it would be considered a finite piece of work. In the case of Mike's example, The goal he had for two sprints was to publish video on his YouTube channel. These were the pieces of work that he was producing. In Lucy's example, she wrote a total of 2.5 essays during our sprint. These were her school assignments. She wasn't necessarily publishing and sharing them with the world, but it doesn't matter. She was producing during the sprint. Those essays started as an idea in her head, and by the end of the sprints, we had finite piece of work 
that she could submit to her teacher. Again, something started as an idea and then she did the work and now it's a finite piece of work that exists in this real world. So she was creating these essays during our sprint and the more she created them, the more she produced, the less interested she became in consuming other people's ideas via YouTube. So Mike was producing his YouTube videos, Lucy was producing her essays for school. Both of them were producing something during our sprints and then after they've produced, they tried to watch Netflix, they tried to watch YouTube, and it wasn't interesting anymore. And this contradicts the conventional productivity advice that you hear out there. Usually people are told that the reason why they're not producing anything interesting in their lives is because they spent too much time on the internet. And they're told that they should limit their internet consumption, track their screen time, rely on self-discipline, etc. And after that, they can start producing something. After they limit their internet consumption, after they limit their screen time, after they delete their Instagram, after they unsubscribe from a bunch of YouTube channels. And I can see the logic behind this advice. It seems very rational. However, this is not what worked for me. And this is not what worked for my clients. Do you know how many times my clients and I tried to limit our digital entertainment consumption through willpower, self-discipline, installing different Chrome extensions on our computers that would block the websites numerous times? But you always tend to slip back into the old habits. Instead of forcefully limiting the time you spent on YouTube, Netflix, Instagram, Reddit, etc., instead of focusing on your consumption amount, focus on your creation amount. Don't set the goal to cut down your screen time. Set the goal to produce something during the sprint with your ideas, with your talents. Seriously, think about it. You probably know people who don't really spent a lot of time on social media or watching TV or Netflix. And most likely it's not because they're trying really hard to limit their digital entertainment consumption. It is because their lives are filled with more interesting events and activities. They are simply choosing to spend time on other things. And this choice is easy to make because other things are more fun. The creation of something new always beats the consumption of something new when it comes to satisfaction. Yes, it's harder, but it's more rewarding. It's more fun. All you need to do is to push through the first few attempts of creating something, but then you will experience the satisfaction and excitement that comes from looking at the finished piece of work, something that didn't exist before in this world and now you showed up and made it happen. There's no Netflix show or YouTube video that can compare to this on the emotional level. All the consumption that you could have done during this time fails in comparison. And then it becomes a no-brainer to choose creation instead of consumption because it just feels better. Not because it's the right thing to do, not because you have to, not because this is the way to make extra money. No, you do that because it feels better. There are 
very few things in this world that can compete with the feeling of being proud of yourself. Looking at the finished piece of work gives you a chance to feel proud of yourself. And it's intoxicating. If you're listening to me and you can't really relate to feeling good about producing something because you haven't produced anything in a long time, think back to the university years. Remember how happy you were when you handed in that paper, when you delivered that presentation? I can bet it felt wonderful. This is what I want you to take away from this episode. If you feel like you're stuck in the digital consumption mode, that you're feeling distracted all the time, start producing something. Not for the sake of getting rich, not for the sake of getting famous, not to become the next Instagram influencer. No. Do it because it feels great to transform your ideas into something finite, something tangible, something you can share. Not that you have to. Get it out of your brain. Put it on paper. Put it in a video. Put it in a song or a painting or something. And this is how you beat your digital consumption. Not by limiting it, but by embracing the opposite, the process of creation. Create a goal for your next sprint. Commit to publishing a blog post once a week or a podcast episode, or a video. If you don't know what to choose, ask yourself, what's your favorite form of digital entertainment consumption right now? Do you spend a lot of your time on YouTube? Then it's probably video. Do you listen to podcasts a lot? Then start a podcast. Publish them. And here's the most important part. Create it as an experiment. Don't set a goal of becoming the next Joe Rogan or growing your YouTube channel to million subscribers. No, do it as an experiment. Do it for three weeks or a month or two. Give yourself full permission to stop after that time period. If you committed to three weeks, give yourself permission to stop after three weeks. Do it for at least a month and see what happens to the levels of your digital consumption. I bet it's going to go down. Not because you consciously will try to limit it. No, but it will feel different. You will not find the same level of excitement and entertainment in there because you will have this other part of your life, the creative part that will give you better emotions, higher satisfaction, more fun, more interest, more curiosity than passive consumption. And please let me know how it goes. I always love hearing feedback from my listeners when they implement the advice I give on this podcast. You don't have to be a client of mine to start using these principles in your life. Go ahead, start today. Ask yourself, what do you want to create in the next three weeks? And go do it. That's it for today. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to let you know that if you want to try the monthly method for yourself, check out the guide, the free guide available at monthlymethod.com guide. It will walk you through planning your entire week based on the core principles behind the monthly method. 
What do you have to lose? It's just one week and it's free. The link is in the show notes. 